JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Good times and greatest hits on 93.1 Triple M. It's JB and Jules. JB, Sunday, August 7. It's ramping up not far away. We've got the Bulldogs and the Cowboys match right here in Bundaberg at Salter Oval. Are you excited for your two favourite teams? I am pumped for my two favourite teams, <laughs> the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs coming to Bundaberg. They've signed on for three years and a couple of reasons why I go for the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs are right here in the studio. We've got Terry Lamb. And big Willie Mason. Welcome to the show, guys. How you doing? Yeah, I'm going good. I'm good too, thanks. Bars, uh, he's not even plugged in. I'm not he just plugged got in. The, he's just got the headphones That's on. <laughs> yeah. You can hear yourself now. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're up here from Sydney. We're getting ramped up for the game in Bundaberg. Have you been around the traps before? We'll start with you, Bar. Oh, I've come up here quite a few years ago. I buried my sister up here, actually. Really? Yeah. So you've got yeah. family connections here in Bundaberg? No, no. She um, she got divorced, Carol, and then she got remarried, and then she moved up here with her, with her husband, and then she got breast cancer. So yeah. we come up here and uh, had a drink for her and then went home. So yeah. that's the only time I've been up here. Well, hopefully it creates some happy memories while yeah. you're up oh, here. Oh, absolutely. We had a great time. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Bundy what Rum, a- did you visit the factory? No, not yet. No, no. we will there. be, but yeah, hey, yes. here we go. interested. You haven't been there before, mate. I've never been to Bundaberg. No, and I don't really particularly like Bundy rum. No, we'll but find some other stuff. But they but said that we can make mate. we can make our own. When I first yes, you can. When I first got here, I wasn't the biggest fan. Mm. And the first thing I was told was. Don't say it. Yeah, I love Bundy Rum. Kalki Moon, if you like some gin. Mm. I love gin. There no, we go. But the blend your own thing is red hot. I've done that. Yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, do that. That's a good time. And you'll have Big Willie's Rum, I imagine. Yeah. Ooh, is that what they call it? Well, you can call, okay, you can call it. Okay, William Bar's Rum. Bar William and Willie's Rum. Yeah. We'll make our own. We'll have your own. Maybe a combo. Well, uh, footy here in the regions, um, I like, you're a pretty open, honest fellow, Willie, so honest opinion. A regional town game of NRL, do you think it's good for the game? Do you think it makes as big a difference as we're told here in the region? I think it's great for the game. I think we should be doing more of it, especially in towns like, like Bundaberg, Rockhampton. This is like this is like rugby league sort of homeland, you know what I mean? Like we, we, we take it out to the country in New South Wales, like the Tamworth and, and, and uh, like Mudgee and, and Wagga sometimes. I think it's time mm. to bring, bring some really big, serious NRL competition games to, to the likes of Bundaberg, if we're trying, because I think like up here, like people love rugby league, you know, like, I mean, there's a lot of things that we have in Sydney and in, 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 in New South Wales, and we're spoiled for a lot of sporting teams up here. There's not that many sporting teams and they love rugby league more than any other state. So I think we should be, we should be getting rugby league proper games up here, not just your little trials where no one plays things that mean something, the two points that mean something. So I think it's great what they're doing. Well, and, and also, also the uh, players getting around and promoting our game, and go to the schools and make sure these kids have a game of rugby league. If they mightn't have played rugby league in their life, but if we come up here and teach them how to play, it's a good chance of getting exactly. them. Exactly, because look, what AFL do. Like, look, look what they've yeah. done. Like the Sydney, the Greater, mm. they they've mm. put their right in GWS, right in heartland of rugby league, and this is heartland up here for Queensland, isn't it? Imagine yeah. if they just decide to put a bloody North Queensland. AFL team, you know, I'm not going to even say what it's going to be called. But imagine if <laughs> they do that it. because they've got, the, they got the balls to do that. Yeah, AFL, exactly. And they will do yeah, it. If they yeah. think there's enough people around here that can go and they can make something. Because they do 10 year strategic plans. We don't. Yeah. Why not? Why aren't I don't they? know. Like it's, just, it's just never been like that. You know, I just think, you know, the AFL are well ahead of us with stuff like that. And we, yeah. need, to, we need to really get on board. I think Villanis is doing a great job. He's trying to be more proactive of all this kind of stuff and getting the game out to country towns. 
you know, because they know how much Queensland love rugby league. Yeah. Can we talk about your role in Pathways? How exciting is it to you to be able to bring your experience and see the youngsters come through? For instance, you talk about the region, supporting the regions. How cool would it be to bring a young Bundaberg man or woman come through and you to be able to really shape and give that experience for a great game that they love? Like I would love to. I love. I think there's a young kid that we just went to a school over there. He's 16, you know, like, and just say, you know, I don't want him to come down yet, maybe 17, 18 then you can cultivate these younger kids and just like, and, and mentor them and, and tell them what's going to happen when you do get to Sydney. Cause I was that 17 year old kid getting bought out from, from Toronto West in Newcastle, had to come down to Belmore. There was no mentor. There was no Willie Mason telling me what to do because the game just turned professional. So these guys, they didn't know anything else, but yeah. like they, they were working like three or four years before that. Mm. They had two, they had jobs and they, so you, you got to understand the evolution of rugby league. I don't know anything else but to be a pro. You know what I mean? 17 years of experience on and off the field at the highest level. And if a kid comes down and that's how we develop them, that's, uh, I'll take like such, I'll, I'll, I'll take that so serious just trying to cultivate them and develop them as great people as well. We develop good rugby league players. We're not really developing good people at the moment. So I want, that's mainly my, my job. And that would be mainly, that's what I want to do. So even if we bring a Newcastle kid down, we bring a kid from Brisbane, we bring a kid from Mount, Mount Druitt, whatever it is, the 17, 18, 19 year olds have got to come through my school. Yeah. And then for me to tick, tick it off to say they're ready for first grade, because we get, we throw these kids in there deep in the deep end so quick. And if they don't swim, they're not good enough. Well, we expect them to know how to act on social media, and it's not just. <laughs> I mean, you got and that's got to, that's got to happen. There's got to be there's got to be classes like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not the, it's not the old days where you just got to you just got to act normal on the piss and all that kind of stuff. No, mate. Be you got, to, you got to tick all the boxes. Pretty hard to tell an eighteen year old. You yeah. just got to act normal on the piss. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> this is but this is the life. Anyone in this room but this is this often. is the society we live in, right? Yeah. And if you're not built strong, and if you're not mentally strong enough, if you can't deal with the exterior noise. You're not going to make it. Yeah, Cop, you got to. You have to going to. You have to have thick skin in this life. Well, it sounds like they're in good hands, heading down, getting coached <laughs> yeah. by you, Big William. The um, principal. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. The principal of the camp. I like it. Now, I want to talk about the game itself here in Bundaberg and how the Bulldogs are going. I know the Cowboys have been uh, batting way above their weight this year. They're playing incredible football. Uh, I guess both of you have played in really successful Bulldogs units. What's going on at the moment? We'll start with you, Bar. Um, what's going on at the moment? Why aren't we getting the results we want? Oh, I think we've changed our coaches twice this year. So, um, listen, we, we've got a young team. Uh, we bought a few players last year with Burton coming in, uh, Dufty. Um, yeah, you've got to have a combination. And that combination doesn't come in 12 months. It doesn't come in six months. It takes time. You need to play with a player for... To one at least twelve months to two years to know what they're doing and get a combination, and that's what we haven't got at the moment. Yeah, it's been too in and out for yours. Oh, too many. Yeah, and we, and we've had a lot of players come through the club, and you need stability. So you know, I know when when I was there at Canterbury, you know, we have maybe one new player a year come into the club. So mm-hmm. and when Willie came in, there was very little turn turning players around. So. I think ten players got debuted in four or five years. When they like in the, just say from two thousand and eight to two thousand and ten, there was like thirty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, like yeah. the turnover of players has been a lot. But I think what what is really important, Bar and everyone is is preseasons. Like you need to have more than one preseason under your belt as a group. 
And these would be about tw- 10 to 15 of us in the same group to go through those those hard times, you know. Pre-seasons make or break your season. Well, we've heard about not, the success of Melbourne over how many years and their pre-seasons yeah. is a massive talking point. Mm. Exactly. And they're still doing it. You know, it's not like you, the sports science have come into it a fair bit at the, at the moment. I understand if you're like 30 and you played like 20 tests and 20 origins and, you know, nearly 300 games, yeah, you get a little bit of, you know, you can go, all right, take these sessions. Maybe not take sessions off, just do something else. You get that. Wayne Bennett would do that to you. Craig Bellamy would give that to you. That's why the older players are fresh. You know, come into pre-seasons now, you're an 18-year-old getting told, yeah, you've, 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 you've done too many kilometres today. Yeah. You yeah. just shut up and just do whatever G- the coach GPS says. Is, GPS take, take is the like, GPS is off. off and <laughs> that's what, that's, let them run. Well, that's, well, that's, well, that's, that's, well, that's what yeah. Todd Payton did. Todd Payton, he, he set it up and he took all the GPSs and all the sports science out of their pre-season. Have a look how they're playing. Yeah, you made them mm. run up Castle Hill and exactly. been up that That's the secret. You would have been up there in your time well, in the Cowboys. Think, it's yeah, a nightmare, I did. that It thing. is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had Billy Johnson. Billy Johnson was the trainer. So Wasn't I, he a lunatic? He heard... was a lunatic. So I had him when I was 18 at the Dogs. <laughs> I'm like, the thank God. Yeah. I'm go- thank God he was gone. And then, like, at 30, I had him. Oh, I'm no. like, I was at the end of my career. I'm like, why don't I get this prick for? <laughs> yeah. And then I had, so I had him on kangaroo tools in 2001, 2003. So he was the Aussie trainer. So, like, he was just ruthless. And he was, but he was great. He just did not care. I said, if I, and I told him, I said, if you don't evolve with the game, mate, you're going to get sacked. And obviously he didn't Well, evolve. I've actually spoken about his training styles with Antonio Cafusi. He's a local yeah. bloke here. Were you at the Cows at the I was same there, time? I was, there. I was there with him. Yeah, so you were probably one of the forwards called up the day after a game to run up Castle Hill. I've yeah, heard so that's if you thing. didn't play 55 minutes, you had to do this stupid big hill. <laughs> like, And usually, like you know, North Queensland's a pretty fun joint. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go out to the Mad Cow and we'll have a good time. <laughs> and I'll just turn up because it was only a walk. But it was so steep, and yeah. then he'd make you run up these little, little, little things. But it, it took so long, and it was just. So, well, I said, fifty-five minutes is enough. God, I'm thirty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's different if you oh, play. Well. It's different if you played twenty, mm. yeah. less than twenty. Yeah. Like fifty-five is fair. It's a fair bit in the middle. It's I'm just like, crap. mate. I said, Billy he goes. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. So, guys, what do we need to do to get uh, the Bulldogs over the line here at Salter Oval? Well, yeah. Um, they've got a couple of origin <laughs> players now, so yeah. that's going to improve their team. Yeah. Yep. Um, we just need to be consistent. We played South last night and we were pretty good over probably 70 minutes and we made some pretty ordinary errors, uh, errors in that 10 minutes and we need to be more consistent. No errors. I know it's impossible to do, but, um, yeah, no errors. And we did complete it around about 90% too. Yeah. So we had it, but they, they got a kid called Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. He's was a freak, a, he was, and try. he was on. He was on. Like you just can't coach against that. He yeah. just does some freaky stuff. And Cody Walker, Cody Walker's just gone to another level. As soon as Latrell comes back, so they were pretty good. Their forwards were pretty good too. Young Totola played well. Tom Burgess played well. But we were really there that, that whole game. And yeah. I thought that we showed a lot of promise. But you know, to beat North Queensland, you got to stop Tamalolo. Yeah. You know, jo- you know, Townsend's one of one of the best game managers in the game in the game at the moment. They're a good hooker. They've got the Tom Gilbert just played Origin. You've got, you know, you've got, you've got a pretty well-balanced side there. You've got the... We've the, been the, in the first round, Yeah. But none of the... Yeah. You know, Na- Nanai and to, uh, Murray Tuolungi, they're freaks, those kids. Yeah. Val Holmes is a freak. They've got a really good side. I don't think why people are going, oh, my God, I'm so surprised. I bet they're not surprised. No, no. You know, what ta- and now Tamalolo's developed a pass. 
So he's getting, you know, like, God damn, he's got, so he can kick Beach off his left, right, and then he can just pass out the back or hit the front guy. So like, now he's the full package. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a tough game. Um, So I would love to see, I want to see my boy Tavita Pengai Jr. go after him like he always does in those games. So he will have to nullify Taumalolo because not many people can. Well, I think he can. Yeah, when Ooh. it comes to well, if well, you have a look. It's at just, the it gets tribal, mate. They're Tabita, both Tongans. Yeah. They're both Tongans. It gets tribal, and they'll go hard <laughs> they'll as they carry can. On like have a look at <laughs> have a look at Kaloma Tungi and Pangai last night. Yeah, it's hard beautiful. as you can. It's it's more tribal and and Totola as well. So he takes that stuff personally. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> Love it. Well, uh, we can't wait to see. The no game pressure, to <laughs> Can't wait <laughs> for the game to unfold. It is coming to Salter Oval. The field's nearly set up. We might bring in Tom Smith, our local member, to have a bit of a chat about the uh, the ins and outs. Thank you so much, Willie Mason, Bar, Terry Lamb. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Legends. Cheers. All right, Tom. How's the field doing? Because I heard it was seven metres short. Ooh. It just means that there's more action, more tries, no, mate. That's I'll, all it's I'll, about. I played on that field and it felt every, every centimetre of 100 metres. But apparently it is a bit short. So do you have any updates on what they're actually doing there with oh, the field set up? The field will be absolutely spot on. It'll be perfect. We'll be packing people in, not just from Bundy, but all across the region and people from Sydney as well. And this is Bundy's chance to shine. You know, this is the first time that an NRL competition match Two points on the line has been played in the Wide Bay region. This is Bundy's game. It's the Bundy Bulldogs. We also, we love our Cowboys as well, but this is a win-win game for everyone. And also how good for our, our kids as well. Yeah. You know, you, you've got people like JB, you and me, we, we grew up loving watching Big Willie play, you know, running around, getting stuck in the Stuart Fielding. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're allowed to talk about that. Yeah, we can't we can talk, talk about, about the Biff it. anymore, but, mate, yeah. I love watching that. I'll, I'll watch on YouTube time and time again. Yeah, I have a look yeah. at Willie's like when he'd hurl a bit of abuse yeah. and <laughs> the, get a bit of a brawl going. Remember the ogre nice. running over the top of that West Tigers yeah, bloke and him standing out. over him? You know, this is, this is what it's about, yeah. Bundy is a rugby league town, and the Bulldogs are going to be ours for the next three years. That means that kids are going to meet their heroes, mums and dads are going to meet their heroes, and also businesses mm. are going to have so much money pumping through the yeah. town, and it's all because we've got the doggies here for three years moving forward. How good is it for Bundy? Oh, it's great for Bundy, and um, it's not lost the, the role you've played yeah. in this. Um, looking ahead, we know we've got three years. Um, are, we, are we looking or are we looking that far ahead to establish more NRL games post 2026, is it? Well, look, I got in a little bit of trouble about the three three years because oh. originally we were all talking about one year. Oh, and no, How what good did you would do? it be to have a, you know, one game? That's excellent. But you, know, you need three. You need to develop it. You need to have you need the dogs. need a series. That's right. You need a series. <laughs> you need the dogs to be here for three years, build those connections, get Sydney people coming back to Bundaberg time and time again. So I rather sneakily said to the dogs, hey, I bet you that uh, I can probably get the money for three years. What do you reckon? What did you do that? I did lean in. Just, just, I just said. Over what, a whiskey glass. I, I, reckon, <laughs> I reckon we might be able to. And they said, yeah, no, well, let's lock it in. And council's credit, they said, yeah, Tom, if you can get the money, we'll get the money. Yep. And then I may have uh, sheepishly ran off to the sports minister and the treasurer. And, um, as long as <laughs> they you say me a bar up for three years. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a lunch one? <laughs> <laughs> a lunch. We'll, we'll make sure that uh, Bundy Rum and Kauki Moon look after the yeah. boys when they come up for the next couple of years as well. That's yeah, right. But that's the thing. Uh, you're bringing so much business. Um, you're bringing people to enjoy the beautiful region that we've got here. How many people are expecting to come, not only for the Sunday, but to enjoy the weekend? Well, look, people are going to come from all over the place. So there's about eight to 10,000 people will be at the ground, but we've got some uh, clubs as well. So the club hotel, there'll be a designated pub for, for all of the Doggies fans, but also it's in line with the Taste Festival as well. So there's going to be thousands of people in Bundaberg on this one weekend. And the good thing is that they're going to keep coming back year after year 
after year, whether it's for the doggies game or for Christmas holidays, school holidays, that's what this brings. And footy does that. Footy is about community. Mm. It's that, that tribal nature where we all want to get behind our team and we become passionate about where we're from. Yeah. And for us, mm. we're passionate about Bundy. Like the matchup between Tavita Pangai and, and Jason Tamalolo, the same tribal energy right, you're talking about. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> it's uh, absolutely perfect for the town. And if anyone's looking for room, I've got two spares downstairs. <laughs> 700 a night. Air JV. We'll put it up to Air JV. It'll work. Don't tell the police. Uh, good on you, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Tom Smith there, local member. It is 93.1 Triple M. That's it for now. Catch JV and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.